Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Shout out to all of our local sponsors, Par Hopper Golf Apparel. Go check my boy Jay Piper and them out. Williams Tire Nobles Networking. Also, Red Circle, our management company. Thank you for everything that you do. All the corporate sponsors that you have with us. It's still crazy to thank the DraftKings and State Farm and Geico and all these other companies sponsor the bullshit that I say. But I'm very appreciative of all you guys, uh, especially your paychecks. Those are real fucking nice. Uh, everybody knows how cynical I am about people I find on social media because I don't think everybody's funny. I have a whole different, uh, I don't know how to put this. I have a whole different sense of humor than most folks. But this guy right here, I've literally been trying to get on my show for the past two months. My buddies have, uh, he, it's one of our mutual not a lot of my friends follow the same people I follow, but everybody follows this guy. This guy's fucking hilarious. John Michael Stewart. Y'all know him as the Big Mouth Breadstick Ricky. All that other good shit on TikTok. What's up, my guy? What's going on, brother? How you been doing? I'm good. I'm excited about this. I usually hey, am lying. Too, I'm usually lying when I say that I'm excited about this to a guest. Uh, <laughs> just playing. If any of y'all listen to this, I'm always excited to have folks on. But uh, there's so many similarities in what you do now to how I got started. And I fucking, I just, I love it. I love seeing what you do. And it tickles the shit out of me. And uh, I've got one buddy in particular that has the worst sense of humor ever. He's so fucking dry. He's, he just seems like he's a miserable person all the time. But I love him to death. And yeah. he, call, he called me like a month ago and he told me about you. Or a couple of months ago. And he's like, really? I, yeah, and, and like, I'd never listened to this guy because this guy's a jackass. And uh, he's like, <laughs> you got to get this guy on your show. You got to. And I went and looked you up as soon as he said it. And I was like, oh, this motherfucker's good. He, he's got yeah, it. That's fucking awesome right there. He, he's got it figured out. This is this is funny. Um, I used to, five, six years ago, uh, when I first got started in social media, I was called the bearded bastard. And one of the things that I used to do is I used to use that wonderful, stupid fucking big mouth filter. When Josh Terry didn't want to say something, the bearded bastard could. And it, it went very, very well for me for a long time until I had to drop the name because I got a job in radio. But hey, uh, I love it. It's an easy way out, too. You don't get in trouble for saying nothing. No. And people don't realize that, like, you develop a character that if you don't want to get, I mean, nobody can get on to you for saying anything. It's fucking awesome. Exactly. You play the part. You let him say whatever he wants, whenever he wants. My character, Ricky, man, he says stuff that I could never say. I get canceled immediately for half the stuff he says, but it's just me with a filter on and people love it. Oh yeah. It's great. What, uh, I don't know exactly what you do for a living. I, I know was it was, is it pipeline or what is it? Uh, so I used to pop on a long time ago, but now I'm an ironwork supervisor. Okay. Uh, we just hang steel, drive equipment, bolts and holes, weld metal, you know, uh, simple stuff, really. But uh, coming to work, we do all kind of stuff. I mean, we'll pour you a dog kennel concrete pad if you pay enough. Or we'll go out there and build you a 12-story building with millions of dollars worth of equipment on it. It does not matter. If you're paying, we're there. I hear you. How long had you been doing, uh, I guess, the videos on TikTok before it blew up, or was it like instantaneous that it blew up on you? Uh, so I had no idea what TikTok was, like in December of last year. So like eight months ago, uh, my little sister was like, hey, you should go on TikTok. You're kind of stupid. You'd probably do good on there. 
I was like, well, thanks for that. You know, I'll download it and see what it is. And when I downloaded like the first two weeks or so, I mean, it's it was nothing but girls dancing and stupid videos. And then I was like, you know, I could probably make a video on here and be kind of funny and see what happens. And then within like 30 days, I had over 100,000 followers. Yeah. And it just kind of took off from there. I went from 100,000 followers in 30 days to I'm up to like 2.4 million now in eight months. Yeah. I didn't start mine till November and I didn't really want to have it, but I like yeah. everybody was telling me because of business, like same thing with you. They're like, you're fucking stupid, mm. Josh. You'll say some slick shit or whatever. And what's bad is I don't understand. Well, I, I guess I get it. We've talked about this like on the last two shows. There's so much shit that I post that is funny as fuck and people love it. And then it gets banned at a hundred thousand views. Like yeah. it, get, it gets took down so fast. And it's like, I get taken, I get stuff taken down all the time on TikTok. Like if I say I got one taken down yesterday because I used the word hope just in general, not trying to call nobody. hoe. I just used it in a general sense and it got taken down. For really? Yes. Were you and I mean, about- I say some, you know, I was just, I, and uh, I was out here talking about geese in the park because yeah. I run the park and I work out sometimes, try to. And, and uh, these geese out here, I was making a little video about it, calling these geese some hoes because they always trying to attack me when I run through there. And they got taken down because you cannot talk shit about geese on TikTok. You can't talk shit about anything on TikTok. You can't do it. So that's why that's why I started my YouTube and my Facebook and stuff because they don't censor pretty much anything hardly. I mean, you got to be really fucking up to get some stuff taken down on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, see, I used to post. I made a living off of posting political stuff, uh, yeah. but not cool. like, but in my own way, like because I think. Yeah. I'm a conservative, but I have a lot of liberal tendencies, like a lot of them. Uh, so I don't, I'm in the middle. I really don't give a fuck anymore. As long as you don't touch my guns or tell me what bathroom I got to go in to piss. Uh, or, yeah. yeah, you know, I, I really don't give a fuck. Be gay, be happy. I, I really don't care. Do drugs. I'm, I like that too. You know, Shit, so, man. You want, you want to suck dick, lick, click? That's you. you exactly. Know you you. I don't give a damn. Uh, and then I'll tell you what, though. This stuff here in the news lately about them pulling out of the war and all that crazy stuff. I think every single person on my Facebook has a degree in politics all of a sudden. Yeah. Every single all... one of them. And see, like, I get mad about it because uh, here in Georgia, there's a woman there's a woman that is running for governor that, like, I go and speak at her events. Like, arenas, not really arenas, but well, I don't know what you call them. Like, what's what step down from arena? Like, College, bas- like college basketball fucking arenas, not like huge goddamn arenas or anything. Like, so I've spoke at some of her things before. And you know what? I'm around people that actually know about politics and know like shit that's going on. So it kind of irks me when I get on TikTok or anything and you hear these people that, one, I think they're full of shit. I just think they're just trying to play what's relevant at the time. And that they're yeah. a one-trick pony, and that's all that they know how to talk about is bullshit and say, oh, this is bad or whatever, like, for either side, for either side. Yeah. A- and I get tired of it because, like, with me, that's not how you solve problems. You just want to bitch about them. I don't like people that just yeah. want to bitch about stuff. And yeah. you're right. Everybody right now thinks that, oh, I know exactly what's going on and all that. Fuck you. As that's, yeah. I end up just quit looking. And it's a bunch of and it's a bunch of the stupidest people that get on there and say some shit too. Like 
I got some good buddies who are dumb motherfuckers who think they should be politicians. Yeah. And I mean, I, I can't, I can't even fucking spell, much less know what the fuck's going on in politics. And it's crazy to me that they'll get on there and they'll see one post that somebody put and they'll completely and totally believe it. Oh, and yeah. I tell them, and I'm like, you, you can't just believe a fucking meme you've seen on Facebook like that. Just because it's on there doesn't make it real or it sounds real doesn't make it real. Like, God. you can't believe this shit. Boy, if you wouldn't get took down, I got something funny for you that you ought to do. Because if it was back in the day, I'd fucking do it. I'd yeah. get on there with the big mouth filter if I was still bearded bastard. And I'd get yeah. on there and I would say the most polar opposite wrong shit about what's going on right now. Like the complete backwards opposite conspiracy theory bullshit. <laughs> like Biden's really living in Afghanistan and now the Taliban's protected him. Like oh, the worst. Oh, yeah, just the wildest the, shit. Yeah, yeah. There's a picture of Obama riding off on a unicorn to save Biden right now. Like just I've crazy. Seen it all, man. It's, yeah. it's crazy shit. It's, it's funny as fuck though, really. Because yeah, yeah. You, you know who's really fucking shit posting just making fun of everybody else, and then you know who really believes it. And, yeah. and the best thing in my day is to see somebody shit posted, saying this crazy shit, and you know they're joking. But somebody will comment on there and be like, man, I so agree with you. Like, you oh, are yeah. so right. I love it. it. I love it, it so much. It tickles the fuck out of me how stupid some people are. I mean, it really does. I'll tell you. And I, I love to crack fucking good jokes, but I'll tell you what, TikTok politics is a trap. Oh, I've seen so many. I've seen so many great creators on there. Super funny, super great content. Content. My one single post about politics, crash and burn. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. My, it's one of those things. When when it starts, you can't stop it. Uh -uh. I decided a long time ago that even though I love talking about politics, I mm. don't really give a fuck about doing it no more, dude. I I just yeah. don't. I don't care. I think that it, there's ignorance on both sides, and I think that a lot of people are missing the point that we're supposed to, like, come together and we're supposed to find common ground and we're supposed to, like, make a difference. We shouldn't be causing, like, more division. And, yeah, exactly. And there's too many people on there just talking mad shit right out their ass, and unfortunately, when you have somebody that is popular on social media that does that, well, then they're going to have like a cult following of people. And it's just like yeah. a trickle down effect. And it's like, please quit being a fucking cunt. And just, yeah. and then, and then just leave it alone. I can't get into fucking politics because my thing is, I can't find shit out about it. Because depending on which news website you go to, it's two different fucking stories. Yeah. But I mean, pretty much most of the time, you're going to read a whole bunch of shit and just have to make your own opinion. Can't nobody ever tell you the straight up facts because nobody really knows it. Nobody that, really knows what the fuck's going on half the time. That ought to be like everything in our life, though. I think that's why, yeah. like, folks like us are unique. Uh, even though mm -hmm. I don't know you good yet, I can tell by your personality you're probably this way. But, like, I can see something on social media, and just because there's two million people that like, shared it, or whatever – if I don't agree with it, I don't feel the need to go along with it anymore. Like I used to would have, yeah. I used to would want to be like, oh no no, I, I, yeah yeah, I get this. I want to, I want to dive into this. Be my friend. And now I'm like, you're yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't do the whole lead and follow thing. You know, fucking step in line, just go with the flow. I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just do me over here by myself. And if we happen to agree on some shit, we'll hang out. But. uh you know, I don't really give a fuck what you think, and you don't got to give a fuck what I think. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know what I mean? 
that leads into something I wanted to talk to you about. Whenever I was doing the stuff with Bearded Bastard and I was playing this whole character and everything like you do with, with your guys, uh, did your friends ever give you shit or not understand what you were doing? Oh, man. For like the first couple months, my friends would be like, man, what, what the fuck are you doing? Make you a fool of yourself. Like, yeah. And then my like my parents and like my grandparents, stuff like that, a bunch of my comments like, this looks terrible. Why are you doing this? Why are you using profanity on social media? You're giving out a bad look on yourself, blah, 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 blah. And now, eight months fast forward, I mean, across all platforms, I've got over 3 million subscribers. And now all these same people that talk shit and trashed me for what I was doing, they want to be in videos with me. They want to know how to do it. They want to be a part of it. And I'm like, nah, my boy. You go back to fuck up. I like it. You could have hopped on the train when I had 100,000 subscribers. You don't fucking get a ticket at 3 million. See, I like, I'm the same way. It works. I'm petty yeah, as I, fuck. I'm petty too, man. I, as fuck. People, people say, uh, be the bigger person, don't hold a grudge. Like, fuck that. I'm a big enough person to hold that grudge. Yeah. Like, I'll hold I, on to that shit. I got friends that literally did not give a fuck about any of the social media stuff, and they still yeah. don't. But they've never asked to be part of it because they're like, they're really my boys and they love me. And they just never cared either way. But then I've got yeah. some other people that the second I got put on country radio, the second some other shit that was real good happened for me that I got to be around some big ass musicians and everything. They're like, oh, yeah. hey, I can get concert tickets or, oh, hey, you know, I want to come to the show. And it's like, oh, no, I don't think so. You you no, didn't support no. you didn't support me when I first started and was kind of making an ass out of myself until it blew up. Like mm -hmm. I was doing the same thing before I blew up as I, I was at the very beginning, or as I am exactly. now. And it's See, like, fuck you guys. I got friends like that right now. I mean, it's insane. It's like when I started out, I had a good couple buddies, and they're still my good couple buddies. Like they don't want to be in videos. They don't want to do nothing that we didn't do before. We still grill. We still drink and ride side by side, go fishing. Ain't shit changed between us. But then I got those other people who were those kind of in and out friends. Talked yeah. every couple of weeks. Now they think they're my best fucking friend. Boy. You know, and it's like, uh, and uh, my good friends, like uh, I sell hard hat stickers and I sell a bunch of different types of shit and they don't ask me for that shit for free. They just go in there and buy it. And then I'll go to the house and like, oh, hey, you got, you bought a shirt. He's like, yeah, man, I want to support you. I'm like, well, I mean, I would have gave you a shirt. And he's like, no, nah, man, you sell them. I'm going to buy them. You know, because, you know, they, we was tight from fucking day one, and they stayed like that. They didn't change up on me. Yeah. And these other fucking people come out of the picture and like, hey, man, could I get a couple shirts from me and my family? I'm like, yeah, man, for sure. Here's the link. Go ahead and buy some. They're like, oh, you're not going to give them to me for free? Nope. I'm like, well, <laughs> I mean, well, like, oh, man, you, you want like seven T-shirts. That's like 80 bucks for me. Yeah. Like I can't just I can't just give you eighty dollars. Like I don't even you don't even know where my house is. You don't even know what kind of beer I drink. Like I don't fuck with you that much. And yeah. I well ever since I opened up my studio, like have a whole storefront and everything right here in town yeah. uh last October, there have been people come by and they'll be like, Hey man, I want to get a shirt from you. And I'd be like, Okay, that's cool. And they'll come here. Like the second they walk in the door, they're like, they'll go look at the shelves and everything to where we got it. And they'll be like, oh, okay, I'm going to get this and this and this one. And then uh, if if they're, if they offer me the full amount and I do know yeah. them, sometimes they'll be like, hey, man, it's give me cost. I, you know, yeah. but for the main part of the time, I'm like, you know what? 
fuck you. Just pay me full price. If I could charge you more right now, I probably would. <laughs> See, I say, man, don't fucking jump on the ship and try and have a good fucking time if you didn't help me build it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you, uh, do you know who Catfish Cool is? I know the name. I've seen some stuff, but I don't really know much about it because, I mean, eight months ago, I didn't do social media, man. Yeah. Like at all. Like I didn't even have Spotify or nothing or, I mean, anything. I just listened to the radio. Like my whole social media presence was get on Facebook once a week. Yeah. And that was it. And that was just to look at Mark to place at old trucks I can't buy. There you go, shit, dude. I'm trying to find me a damn Scottsdale right now, and I cannot find oh, I cannot find one that doesn't cost twenty thousand dollars. And it you it can't, break, you can't. It, it breaks my damn heart. Yeah, I think I found like a I think it was an '84 C10 or something like that yeah. on 38s with a mother thumper cam. Oh, it was nasty, boy. Illusion purple candy paint. I'm talking about. I was in love. And he had it listed for $15,000. I was like, I could probably do this. Then I clicked on it, and he was like, 15000 is the mileage, not the price. Oh. Sorry, it's 30000 Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Well, see, I, I'm an 87, baby. So I've been trying to find one that's my birth year. And, yeah. and man, I'm telling you, they are made of fucking gold, or they are made of fucking right. complete rust and just <laughs> a shit box. And people still yeah. want fucking way too much for them when they're shit boxes. I'll tell you, speaking of shit boxes, man, I bought this uh, station wagon a couple weeks ago. I thought this is one of my favorite videos of yours because I was like, I want yes. this goddamn thing now. Yeah, so look, this station wagon, 1991 Country Squire station wagon, perfect interior, absolutely pristine. It's only got like 38,000 miles on it, great fucking paint, no rust, and uh, I picked this thing up for $1,500 in Greenville, Mississippi. I mean, drove it home. Like, it's a great car. Yeah. And uh, so many people have messaged me asking me to buy it. And I'm like, man, I just I just can't do it, you know? What are you like, going to do to it? Uh, well, I got two different ideas, and I don't really know which I'm going to go to yet. Because part of me wants to coyote swap it and drag strip this thing. I'm Ooh. talking about nasty. I'm talking about <laughs> just ridiculously nasty. But. The other part of me kind of wants to just throw a small cam in it and ride. But I, I'll tell you what, man. I probably get a couple hundred messages a day asking to buy it. And my wife keeps trying to get me to do a raffle for it, like sell tickets for a dollar. So people will, you know, get the car or whatever. And she's like, it would be a great idea. She's like, what you can do is you can raffle the car and then go buy another one. And then Cody swap it. Then you have a drag strip car. You do all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to get rid of it. I'm like, that's a slick ass car. You know what I mean? It is. I think I would have, which I'm, I'm country trash. Like I, I we like yeah. to do fucked up shit. To the vehicles around here. Oh, I, th oh, I got bullhorns ordered for it. Yes. On the oh, front, longhorn bullhorns. Man. I got them ordered. They're on their way. There's a, there's a Cadillac that I want that Merle Haggard has had in like several of his pictures. It's one that's got like the spare tire on the front fender well like it's, it's it's a coupe it's badass but uh oh, yeah. with with something like that dude i i don't know how big of one you could put on it but like i would put a fucking lift on that guy i would put a system yeah. in the back of it that was nasty and i would just yeah, yeah. I, I would have it just as a good fucking time to ride dirt roads and drink in got that right well it's got when i bought it uh it had the original white wall tires on it but mm. they were dry rotted oh, and damn. i told dude i was like i was like well if i can't drive it home i don't want to buy it man he was like, well, I got some 22s out back if you want to throw them on there. I was like, 
you just going to give me the 22s for free with the 1500 He was like, yeah, you can have them. I don't want the rims. They're all scuffed up. I'm like, all right. All right. Let me tell you what. When I drove in the driveway and my wife seen me hit the curb in a station wagon on 22s, boy, she laughed so hard she cried, man. <laughs> yeah. And, I'm a, and I ordered a uh, – it's a four-and-a-half-foot set of Longhorn horns for the front. I'm going to bolt them to the front. Uh, I've already got two 12s in it, but they kind of suck because I took them out of another truck. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know what I'm going to do with it yet, man, because part of me wants to really sink some money in this thing and just make it a nasty drag strip car. Because yeah. I won't win nothing, but damn, it'll be fun to pull up a drag strip in a station wagon. It would be a good you know? time. Got that right. You, and then I'd still drive it around the house, too. I don't care if it's a drag car. <laughs> man, go get your fucking face plastered on the hood of it. Go oh, get, yeah. Oh, I just go get I just a, huge, a bunch of them. Yeah, go get yeah. you a huge decal and put on the front of it. Yeah, I ordered me a three-foot fat head of my little uh, Breadstick Ricky logo. Oh, man, I'm ready. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. I just got right here behind me in the middle uh, between yeah. our flag and the bullhorns over there. Uh, I just ordered a three-and-a-half-foot by six-foot of our new logo that's going to go mm -hmm. right behind for the show, and it's a cartoon character of me. I've and seen it. I've seen it. You lean back smoking. Yeah. Drinking. Yeah, yeah, that is awesome, dude. Didn't that kid do it for you? Yeah, dude, he is sick. He's from the UK, and yeah, he's awesome, dude. Like it was awesome. Like yeah, the he, details. Well, I saw him. Somebody had shared. I can't remember who it was. Uh, I think the dude goes by like the Cornbread Cowboy or whatever, uh, or whatever on on Facebook in on the UK. And no, no. Well, the the guy who. I, the guy oh. who did the artwork is in the UK, but this other guy is like in Florida. But all he wears is like nudie suits. Like, I don't yeah. know if you know what those are, but like the all right, nudie suits were like Hank Williams Sr. used to wear. It's the yeah. it's the suits, but it's got rhinestones and designs and stuff all over it. This guy wears a lot of like trashy old 90s country band T-shirts. And for some reason, I like the fuck out. I couldn't pull that shit off, but I like it. And I saw yeah. where he had got he had commissioned the guy to do one. And then I looked up his the guy's artwork, and he had done like uh, Co Wetzel and um, shit Tyler Childers and some more people. And I reached out to him and I was like, "Hey, would you be interested in doing the artwork for you know our next logo?" And I've had the same one since we started. I wanted to upgrade it a little bit, and uh, me and him got to talking. And uh, he was like, fuck yeah, I want to do it. And he gave, I gave him just the idea. I just gave him the idea of it and he ran with it. And I could, I couldn't, for a dude who lives in the UK that don't know shit about country music, or I wouldn't yeah. figure he knows shit about country music. He's cool as fuck. Oh, that's fucking awesome, man. I'll tell you. Hey, I love that fucking y'all's logo. It's awesome. It really is. Lean back, smoking, drinking, got a little going over there to the side. It is top notch. I appreciate it. I, pre I was, uh, I was super. Please with that's uh we've got a graphic designer that we've done with all of our stuff jay piper give you a big shout out uh but um he's always took care of us and he does the greatest stuff for our shirts and everything but i just mm -hmm. wanted to try something different and yeah. this, this kid was like oh, no i got you i got you what's fucked up is if you look under there's like two posts before that was on instagram and another guy did like this painting for me and I had found mm -hmm. him on social media. He had done some other cool shit for people. And uh, I reached out to him to see what you know he could come up with. And uh, I didn't really like it, but I did not like it. So I was just yeah. like, but this isn't it. And I offered to pay the guy. And he was like, yeah. Well, then it became this whole fucking three-day-long process of me cussing him out. And it ends up being <laughs> a 16-year-old kid in Nigeria. 
Like I like it was just mm-hmm. I was so mad. He was he wanted my bank account information, and I and yeah. like everybody knows you don't give your bank account information to a damn exactly. person. He's like, oh no, this yeah. is how I get paid or whatever. I'm like no, fuck you, my guy. I was like, you can set up PayPal or whatever, or I won't pay you, uh, or Cash yeah. App to something, something that's fit, like reasonable, legit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, finally, he sets up a PayPal. Well, as soon as I sent it on PayPal, it got rejected for fraud. And then he starts <laughs> blowing my shit up, being like, oh, I can't get it. I can't get it. We're going to have to find another way to pay. And I was like, look, I'm sorry. I'll give you a shout out on social media now. Maybe you'll get some artwork out of it. But this has done got too sketchy for me. So I'm just yeah. not going to I'm just not going to use your art. I'm going to post it on yeah. Instagram one time and that's it. It was very yeah. weird. It was some weird shit. Fucking got- love it. I'll tell you what, them, them scammers, man, on all my shit, I get hundreds of scammers a day. It's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. And they would try these stupidest shit, these stupidest shit to get you convinced. Like I had one uh, message me like two or three days ago. I was like, hey, I'll give you $6,500 per post on your page that you make and I'll pay up front. So I was like, up front, you're going to pay me up front. Really? Fuck yeah. Right. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck do you want to do? Because I will quit my fucking job right now if you can fucking pay me that. Uh, and he was like, yeah, so this is what I want to post. He sent me all these videos. And I was like, hey, man, uh, I've seen these videos somewhere else. And I fucking figured it out. And they all came off like places like BuzzFeed and other super big platforms on Facebook. And I was like, we can't reuse their videos. That's like a copyright thing. Like, we can't do that. Yeah. And he was like, no, 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 no. Don't worry. Don't worry. Look, you give me access to your pages and I will go in there and I'll fix all the copyright. I'll take all the, I was like, what you mean, my man? Like, what you mean access to my face? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to send me your username and your password so I can uh, get in there and post it for you. I'm like, well, I can post it myself. He's like, well, that's not going to work. I don't want to pay you then. I'm like, well, why the fuck would I give you my usernames and passwords to every one of my social medias? Yeah. Like what 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 kind of sense does that fucking make? They're all fucking stupid. It, it's yeah. done got it's done got so bad because of the show that when somebody messages me and they're legit, yeah. I, I know I end up having to put them you through the ringer. I end up yeah. I just got another golf company. Um oh shit, I can't even Proud 90 Golf. I about fucked up. Uh Proud 90 Golf ended up sending me some stuff and gave me like a uh I'm an ambassador or whatever you call for them now. Like I, yeah. I've got, I got a promo code that I've got to post about or whatever people order. Yeah. I get 15% of the order or whatever it is. But yeah. like, I thought they were full of shit and they were like, no, look, just send us, just give us your address. That's all you got to do. And we're going to send you some stuff. So, you know, we're legit. And like, yeah. I put them th- kind of through the ringer with it. Cause I was kind of scared to give them even my address. Cause you don't know what they yeah. can steal or whatever to the studio. And uh, no, they sent me all my stuff, and there's been a couple more, and it's just been weird because I hate. I'm not used to that. Like one reason why I had the management company that I've got when I first started this, we had businesses that wanted to sponsor the show, and I did not know how to go about doing it. So finally, yeah. got to the point to where some legit people, legit company, reached out. We researched the shit out of them. They take care of every single thing for me now. I have I don't have to read through nothing. I don't have to look at nothing. I get a check once a month for my downloads on all my platforms mm-hmm. and I and I'm good and I'm happy with that. Heck yeah. But when hey, somebody- I'll tell you but but talking about that like right there, like when people I do this thing called blue collar business news. So like if somebody's got a blue collar business and it's like a family owned small time business, 
I will help them promote it if they have good products and their hearts in the right place or doing it for the right reasons and stuff. Because somehow or another, I got fucking famous and I'm a dumb, stupid blue collar motherfucker all the way through. And so I think all those dumbasses should get together and, you know, just help each other out. You know, the good old boy system. That's what, I mean, pretty much most of us have gone through, the good old boy system. Uh, and shit fire, man. The amount of people that wanted to promote their stuff was just ridiculous. Like thousands and thousands of messages over a week's time. And I got a, I finally got the automated messaging set up. And I was like, look, you want to promote your business? This is what you got to do. Here's my address. Send me whatever you're trying to sell me. Write it down on a letter and send it to me. If you don't do that, I can't do with nothing with you. Because if you can't send me a package, then that means you can't send nobody else a package. That's right. Or do nothing for them. And I was like, because I'm not trying to promote uh, Joe, Bill, and Bob over here that they want to sell 10,000 you know, uh, wire cutters or wire strippers or something that are handmade, homemade or something. But you can only make three a week. Yeah. Like nice I, I can't. I, I can't promote your shit if you're not going to deliver. And uh, like I just did this one a couple weeks ago or last week, I think empire jerky, super cool dude, super laid back family run stuff. Uh, he sent me like 12 bags of beef jerky. And I was like, okay. And I mean, every single one of them was top fucking notch. I made a video about it later that day. He called me and said, man, you're not going to believe this. I just sold out of every single bag of beef jerky that I was going to sell for the next six months. Damn. I don't, he was like, I, this is insane. Yeah. He was like, I've never had business like this in like four years. I'm like, man, it is what it is. I'm like, I, you had good stuff. So I helped you out and you got it good. Well, that's the way it ought to be. Like I, there's something that when we first started here that I, I tried to do and it's people don't realize it, but folks like you are technically king makers now. Like you, yeah. you have the capability if you have such a big following on social media that you can make or break somebody. Like you, yeah. you, you physically can make their business blow up for a reasonable mm -hmm. cost. Everybody used to have to advertise with television or radio. That shit's gone. Yeah. Th those days, yeah, I do out of here. I do all my shit for free. They don't yeah. pay me a fucking thing. I tell them. You do not pay me. I do not want to be paid. But if you want to send me something, I will accept whatever you send me. But I do not want money. Like, you can send me shirts, hats, your product, whatever the fuck you want. But do not send me money because that's not what I'm in it for. Yeah. And I mean, because it's like, you know, these small-time businesses I'm trying to help out, they're making two, $300 a month. And other people like me want to charge them, you know, $10,000, $15,000 for one video. And I, I'm just not dealing with that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Because I want to be realistic here. Well, what you, you know, do, mom and pop shops yeah. ain't got that kind of money. What you do is it's like a drug dealer. You give them a little bit of a taste and you help their business so much to where you have yeah. to, you become a necessity for them. They know yeah. that what you can do for them. Uh, and it, I mean, it just works for everybody. It becomes instead of somebody having to fork out money and not knowing if it's going to help their business or not. You know, you kind of both go into it 50-50, like if this works and it works for both of us and we can talk about arrangements later on down the road, and if it yeah. don't, then you lost a shirt. You know, yeah. it's, re it's really not that big of a deal. I do that people. I do that with folks on the show all the time. We'll promote mm -hmm. something, and if it works out, somebody will cut me a check if they want me to do it again. And if they don't, if it didn't work, then, hey, just give me free shit, and, I, and, and I'll yeah. drop your name every now and then. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's – 
But I also I love that you do the blue collar stuff. Uh, we've done that on the show a lot. Just had small businesses uh, come in here and just talk about their businesses and what they do. Usually we do yeah. it with like um, places that actually like help people, like recovery centers, uh, yeah. addiction place. Like we we do with some rehabs and everything else. But I also love those people's stories. Like I love them helping and giving back. We, we, I never charge anybody to be on the show. We get people that just want to come tell their story sometimes. And yeah, they might not get the most downloads. Uh, I would imagine with you, I'll get a shit ton of downloads today because of you. But if I would have thought you were a shit person, I wouldn't have, yeah. I would, I wouldn't have wanted you on my show. You, you already tickled me and you make me laugh and everything. You seem like a really good dude. For you to be, what are you, 25? Yeah, 25. I'll tell you, man, people always message me and ask me like, how do I get big, big like you? And I message them back. And then this is what cracks me up most is on my TikTok and stuff like that. People will put, do the, does the king respond? And I message back. I'm like, bro, I'm just a fucking peasant. Yeah. Like, I just worked 82 hours last week. If I'm the king, I'm fucking up somehow. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just your regular average fucking guy. Like, right before we did this podcast, I went and ate menu. Like, I'm not balling, like, at all. I, I don't care how much money I make in this life. I'm not paying a lot of money for food. Yeah. I, I can't do it. I just there I got buddies whenever I go to Nashville. They want to take me to the nicest fucking places in Nashville. Like the oh, cigar no. lounges, these places you gotta wear dress up a little bit and everything. And I'm like, nah, bro, I'm good at going to the back alley bars. I don't even want to go to fucking Broadway. Exactly. Right, let's Cause, go cause that's where my people are. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. That's where my people are. It, you know, the, if I can't wear a Carhartt t shirt, I ain't fucking going. Well, I'm going to tell you, I can't wear Carhartt because I don't fucking work. I, I don't think you're supposed to wear it. I don't think you're supposed to fucking wear Carhartt unless you actually do some manual labor. Fucking right, man. I'll tell you what. I'm not. There's the, You got the hippie tree in Carhartt. Yeah. And then you got the we're fucking soaking wet with sweat by 705 Carhartt. You know what I mean? I would have never thought that fucking hippies are these hipsters or whatever fuck you call them would want to wear Carhartt. That just, I don't get it, man. It blows yeah, my I, mind. I don't get it. Yeah. It, it's like, like Nothing that Carhartt stands for is anything about you. Exactly. Like, you picked up the whole wrong fucking brand, guys. It's like, what the fuck? There's like, a lot. I just of, don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of shit like that, though, that's on TikTok and other social medias. There's just – you're one of the ones, though, I feel like, especially with your attitude about stuff. I bitch about people all the time on there. I have a huge problem with these younger people uh especially like in their teens that are worth millions of dollars already oh yeah because of tiktok but then you've got people like that work at 40 hours a week that are struggling to live and everything that are actually good people and it it bothers me to the point where like we're teaching a whole younger generation that all you got to do is shake your ass on a fucking video and you're gonna be pretty rich. much pretty like, much i'll tell you i'll tell you speaking of people make so much fucking money it's unreal the, the kid, like, I don't understand YouTube, man. So, like, did, have you ever seen the kids that just play with toys on YouTube? My and daughter, have, like, my daughter's 10 years old and fucking addicted to it. Yes, yeah. like, I don't fucking addicted get to it. it. Yeah. Like, I don't, and those fucking kids make so much money. It is unreal. Like, there's that one that all he does is really play with toys, and he has his own TV show now. And it's just a show about him playing with toys. And he's like six or seven or some shit. And I, I think uh, I seen a post about him. He's like made over hundreds of millions of dollars and his parents manage it for him. I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, you know, more power to him. 
Oh yeah, I can figure out how to do it. Fuck yeah, I do it. But I, I'll play with like, some Barbies and GI Joes in a yeah, fucking exactly. heartbeat. Exactly. I mean, shit. I'm out here making. I'm out here changing six times in a parking lot on lunch break to make comedy skits for construction, and I don't get shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If I could figure out how to make hundreds of millions to play with toys or something like that, don't get me wrong, I would. But I just don't see the appeal for half the shit these people do. I don't get it. I also don't get watching a kid game. Like I don't. I, oh like, yeah, the streamers. Yeah, I don't, I don't get, understand get that. Why don't you just yeah, play the but, fucking game yourself? Yeah, but then again, like I don't really like. I've played Modern Warfare, like Halo, like, back when Halo came out. Like yeah. I was all for that, but it was because I was younger and I didn't, you know, have a vehicle or a job or a life. You know, I was just a kid. But now, I mean, like my little brother, he will get on there on YouTube or Twitch or Steam or whatever these things are, and he will sit there and watch other people play for ever like they'll play fucking jamborees these little shootouts for an hour and he'd be like i'm just trying to learn i'm like i don't understand i mean like you do the same thing these guys do they're just good at it like i don't get what you're learning yeah that's like fucking wanting to get better at fucking and watching porno a porn hub or something i mean you're not gonna learn nothing you know yeah experience yeah yeah you gotta put time and fucking effort into it yeah god damn i don't I'll I'll catch my daughter watching something. And like when I was a kid at 10 years old, I if I was watching something I wasn't supposed to, it was probably something that I really shouldn't have supposed to have been watching. Like yeah. probably skin of max after eleven. Yeah, something I'm not supposed to be doing. It wasn't watching another kid play with toys. And but also at the no. same time, I'm kind of glad unless like it has like a psychological effect on them and I just don't fucking realize it. But it's just, it's very fucking know. weird. It's very fucking weird to me. Yeah, I don't understand. I think, I, I don't feel like I'm that old because I'm only 25. But like, when I talk to my little brothers and sisters and they tell me shit and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Because, uh, so my niece, she, the fidget toys are really big right now. My you know, daughter, those I have to buy fucking things? one a week. Exactly, yes. And I'm just like, I'm like, all this shit does is bother the fuck out of me while we're driving down the road. Like, yeah. it's supposed to relieve your stress. What's causing me fucking stress? Okay, you, you click that thing one more time. We, we just go ahead and get rid of that. Yeah, I'm and it's like, I don't ass. get it. Yeah, like, it's like, some most of these things, they're only 2 or $3 a piece, but it adds up quick. And they just they just push the little bubbles on them. And they turn it over and push them again. I'm like, I get that it consumes time and maybe keeps the kids quiet sometimes. But the other ones are loud noise. They're like the ones that rattle and shake and pop and shit like that. And I'm like, I don't think this relieves stress. It causes me stress. Well, they were originally made for children with autism. Yes. See, I could see that. But now yeah. every kid's got one now. Yeah, I Multiple. don't understand. Yeah. My daughter, like, before she went back to school, she went to school last week. And we were going to go do something the week before. And I was like, where do you want to go? She tells me there's this place in Atlanta she wants to go to that she sees on TikTok all the time. And I'm like, yeah. okay, you want to go to a store in Atlanta? Why? And I look it up, and it is a store that is nothing but those toys, but it's like a store that is for kids with autism. It's like sensory store. And I'm like, yeah. you don't have autism. I, I, yeah. I, I don't get this. But I also, too, I will catch myself. I'm not going to – and I'm driving, and the ones that pop, the whatever yeah. i will sit there while i'm driving and i will hit them and keep going i don't think it relieves my stress I think it distracts some part of my brain it makes me I not think to. about shit but i don't know it's they're fucking weird. i don't know but i mean i get part of the you know the distraction part of it 
because when I do paperwork at work and I do a fuck ton of paperwork for some reason, I tap my pen on every fucking time. Yeah. Like if I'm not fucking writing, I'm tapping my pen or I'm clicking. I will click that bitch a thousand goddamn times for eight words. Yeah. And have a wonderful time doing it. And people that ride with me absolutely hate me for it. I, uh, I'm bad about, because I used to be a catcher in high school. I'm yeah. bad about doing things with my with my right hand. Well, yeah. I, I guess it's just from so used to like tapping on my, my shin guards or, or something for 20 fucking years almost that <laughs> I, I just always catch myself doing something with my hand. I, like, yeah. I have to be doing something with it. But I don't know. I don't know if I, I need a fucking fidget or not. What um, what's one of your videos that? What's the first one you did that blew up for you? Uh, I won't. Well, the first video that really got a shit ton of views that really made me think, hey, maybe I should make more videos. So I was working for this like a uh, place up in Ohio called Next Generation Films. Awesome fucking place. Great fucking people. And uh, the owner up there, Dave Freck, a super cool guy down to earth started up from the ground or whatever and i made a video in his lamborghini suv because i was moving the crane and he needed me to move his car but he was on the other side of the plant so i went over there i was like hey mr dave i gotta move your car we're bringing the crane through i don't want to get too close to it with the crane and he was like ah, keys in it move it i was like mr dave i really don't want to drive your lamborghini and i'm like covered <laughs> it in grease and uh he was like ah fuck it that bitch get washed once a week it'll be fine i'm like all right Okay. I went out there and I made a video of me sitting in the Lamborghini talking about all oh, that I'm fucked up now and I got in the Lambo. And it got like a hundred thousand views in a couple of hours. And I and that was crazy to me. Like a couple hundred thousand views, that was awesome. Yeah. So I was like, okay, okay, well, maybe I ought to make some more videos. And then I made one just about uh sleeping in the truck, working weekends when nobody else is there. And that one kind of took off. And then I kind of kept making more construction style videos and they just kind of kept getting views and views. I was like, all right, I, I might could fucking do this. I like it when you talk know. shit back and forth to yourself, especially. I mean, it's just, it's so fucking good to me. Yeah, well, I, it's I, like this, you I know, man. It. Construction, that's really all we do is talk shit. Yeah. I bet we work 20% of the time and talk shit 80. Like, that's it. <laughs> especially the, man, the best young guys are great to work with my age. We're fun, we have fun and shit. But them old motherfuckers. 50 plus 60 plus that are still out here because they don't want to quit them fuckers right there can talk shit i'm talking about some down load you know knee knocking just tear you down quick yeah they've been and doing it all fucking it life they got a fucking phd and shit talking they really do because back when they started they didn't have phones and all that shit they didn't have nothing to occupy their time but shit talking so they're shit. veterans of it shit talking and fighting for no fucking reason Goddamn right. I think, man, the, one of the funniest people I ever had work with me, uh, his name was Troy Fields. He's up in South Carolina. We called him Peepaw. He was 82 years old and still working. And, you know, we asked him all the time. We were like, Peepaw, why the fuck are you still working? He was like, well, I got three options in my life. Go home and spend every day with my wife. Come here every day with y'all or just fucking die. He's like, I don't want to fucking spend time with my wife, and I don't want to die. So here I am. I'm like, well, all right, dude. You know, fuck it. You got to figure it out. That's what that that gets me with the older guys that still work. Most of them don't want to do it because they don't want to die and they don't want to be at home. Like yeah, they don't. They're, they're so fucking they sick of their old ladies by that point. And I can see it. Right. I can I can see you still loving your old lady. 
But just yeah. being like, you but know, what? I've been every day, all day with yeah. it, nonstop. Like, bitch, I've been yeah, around you yeah. sixty years. I know everything exactly. you're gonna say. I know everything yeah. you're gonna do. Like, just give me some fucking space. You gotta love it, man. And it, I'll tell you what. And it really is sad to say. I'll work with a bunch of guys, and they'll hit 63, 64, 65, and then we'll have their retirement party out here or something like that. And, you know, we'll get a call three or four months later, hey, they passed away. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. You know, these guys were out here walking six fucking flights every 30 minutes, slinging sledgehammers and fucking welding and just, you know, falls deep in the work. You can't tell me they just left three months later and just fucking died. But that's what happens, you know. They just, they just get out of the routine and just lose it. A lot of a lot of men are like that. Women, I I don't think really are. But like even football coaches, there's several of them that once they got out of the game or whatever, they just they fucking die. It's almost like their will to live was their job for so long, and once yep. and once that will was gone, they don't know what to do with themselves. They just wither and fucking just go. Fucking right. I'll tell you what, uh, I don't want to say I'm like that myself now, but last year when the coronavirus and stupid shit got really fucking bad and everything was shutting down, we got laid off for like three months. And I'll tell you what, that was the longest three fucking months of my life. I just, I mean, we couldn't go nowhere because everything was shut down. Couldn't do shit. I got all the yard work and house chores I wanted to do done in the first fucking week. And it was just kind of like, all right, and I, you know, I'd get up in the morning and I'd ask my wife, I was like, well, what do you want to do today? She was like, well, we can't go eat anywhere. We can't travel anywhere. We don't have anything to do at the house. So uh, I guess we could just sit around and talk and watch TV. I'm like, well, that's a bad fucking idea. Fuck yeah, it is. <laughs> I was like, because I'm not doing that for the next 60 fucking days. I, that's not happening. And man, it just, I get having the motive and drive and stuff like that because the way I set my day up now is, I get up early as fuck in the morning. I message as many people as back as I can on all my social medias. Uh, and then I you know, go to work, get some work done. At lunch, I'm trying to make a TikTok, go back to work, get off work, and make another TikTok, message some more people back, uh, trying to run my small businesses and stuff like that. Like I have a 16-hour, 18-hour day every fucking day. And if I didn't have that, I don't know what the fuck I would do. Yeah, my days now consist of like, I'll do this, I'll upload it, I'll send some orders out for T-shirts and everything. But then, that's I had to take up golf. I had to take I up. I love golfing, man. I, I golf, like, three times a week. I had to take up golf because, like, now my schedule is – I'm blessed, I guess, to have the schedule that I got. But yeah. at the same time, it's like being home when everybody else is at work or you just ain't got shit to do. Man, I don't want to sit inside and watch TV no more. And I can't no. play video games because I don't have a fucking attention span for it. Like, I've yeah. got to be doing something. And yeah. my fat ass ain't going to the gym no more. Like, I'm done with the gym. My body hurts <laughs> too fucking much. So, golf was yeah. the easy answer. And now I'm addicted to it. But, hell, you still can't find people play halftime. Okay, I just got – I just got me. I think it's a tailor-made launcher, a new driver. Man, this sucker here, I went from, like, 200 yard drive which i'm terrible to a 260 yard drive i mean just within a fucking week and a half i've it got crazy i've got the tailor-made sim and let me tell you, you? they're fucking hot they, they are uh, hot as fire i'm telling you man and i had a a cheap old a precise driver 
and I got this tailor made driver man day and night difference. Day and night. Like it was crazy. And I play with a couple of uh, good buddies out here. And we are one of our one of my buddies, he's he's pretty good. Like he goes like four or five times a week because he's got an eight to four job, eight to five job, whatever. Yeah. And he goes straight out there after work. And if I get off work early and I ain't got shit else going on, I try and go out there at least two or three times a week. And it, it really is fun, man. I didn't think I was going to like it because it's always – I always thought it was an old man's sport. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. I have more people out there my age drinking, having a good time, smoking that little white fucking ball than I would have ever imagined. Yeah, see, that's what we do. We get fucked up in play. Like, we, we do scrambles, though. Like, for the majority of the part, like, we like to play yeah. scramble tournaments and, and stuff like that. Oh, we got some points games and stuff around here yeah. that we'll go play in. But, I mean, we're – like, if I play golf by myself, I'm bogey at best. Like, I'll shoot bogey golf on nine holes at best. My lowest score by myself is 41 and on nine. But, like, yeah. when I play with a partner, like, we'll probably shoot – 38 39 you know somewhere yeah. in there we've, we've broke par before but yeah I mean, it, it's where it's just so much fun bullshitting with somebody and it's really nothing that you can take too serious like anything yeah. anything i can shotgun a beer before a par three like exactly. we have a game that we play on par threes when we're really fucking like drinking and just dicking off but it's uh whoever you're supposed to on a par three it's whoever is closest to the pin out of the four or five of y'all that's playing doesn't have to chug one, but everybody else does. So, like, oh, we, yeah. we put games into the game. Like, we make it to where we're not just playing for par and for the score. Like, we be trying to get each other fucked up. Like, we always <laughs> take a bottle of liquor with us. Any, uh, any eagle that anybody shoots, yeah. automatic shots for everybody besides the person who sunk it. Uh birdies there's something else we do for birdies sometimes i can't remember but yeah we do we we make it into a whole ass day activity and by the time we're done with 18 holes oh we're good oh yeah but we do a lot of dumb shit too out there i mean we'll do we do scrambles we do closest to pin but i think probably the funnest thing we do we'll play nine and whoever had the shittiest nine has to chug a tall boy before he can play another nine yeah. And then whoever has the worst 18 holes, well, whoever comes, whoever has the worst 18 holes has to go out there at the end of the driving range and try to pick the balls up while we're fucking driving. So we're, I mean, we're trying to smoke these motherfuckers. Like we have a great time doing it. Yeah. That would, I mean, we, we would die. My, my <laughs> your, your friends sound like my friends. It's not fun, whatever we're doing, unless somebody gets completely fucking shit faced or somebody gets hurt. Exactly. Like, like th if there's not a danger amount to it, yeah. we don't want to fucking do it. Yeah, I mean, it makes no sense. It's like we grew up – we were the kids, though, growing up that we would freeze paintballs before we fucking shot them at each other. Oh, yeah. You know, we would do the dumbest fucking shit. And I think yeah. as adults now, we're trying to still find dumb shit to do to each other <laughs> without, like, really fucking each other up. Hell, yeah. I'll tell you, man, we do a lot of dumb shit out there for sure. We have a great fucking time. If you're ever down here in the area, you definitely got to come golf with us. Well, what I'm doing actually is we decided yesterday, my one-year anniversary for opening the studio is October the yeah. 1st. I found out there's this app, and I hope y'all hear me. Uh, it's called Outdoorsy. You ever heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of it. Outdoorsy rents all different types of campers, like yeah. all, and RVs and stuff. And yeah. so I'm going to rent – 
an RV the either last week of September or the first week of October. I'm going to put all the podcast equipment into it, and I am going to set out for seven days to go to different places and to record record live with some people and like actually go do like some fun shit and everything like ginger billy uh, and me are buddies and oh yeah i, I, probably I love this stuff man yeah well if you if you, if you like ginger billy the guy that i just had on monday catfish cooley yeah same, same thing they started at the same period in time they're real good friends but uh i think we're all gonna get together and do some shit and one of the things I want to do is I want to go play golf in places. So I might actually take you up on that and us come to Arkansas. There's a lot of people that follow me over in Arkansas for the show. And yeah. I, I just think it'd be fun. I've never I've never spent any real time in Arkansas. Hey, Kim, man. Well, there's really not – I mean, I love my state, but there's really not much to do unless you like just straight-up outdoor stuff, which I love. So, like, if you're not hunting, fishing, golfing, or just – fucking hiking and all that there's really not much to do around here i don't think especially where i live what, what part of arkansas do you live in across at arkansas i mean i'm like 15 minutes from the louisiana border in the southeast corner oh okay so you right down there at the bottom yeah so if you, i mean if you've ever heard of the duck commanders like phil and yeah. Roberts and all them i'm i'll live 45 minutes from there and they oh, live in louisiana and monroe yeah yeah we've got some friends that are hooked up with them real good and yeah. I really want to go meet them because I respect them so, so much. But at the same yeah. time, it's like, oh, if I go meet them and ask them to do my show, then they're going to go listen to my show. And they're going to be like, there's not a chance in hell I'm getting <laughs> on there. So it's kind of yeah. like, I don't want I don't want them to reject me. I don't want yeah. these people that yeah. I respect so much to reject me. I understand that, man, for sure. Because I've, I've reached out to a lot of people. Like, after I got a lot of followers, I was like, you know what? I've watched these people my whole life. They're like my fucking comedic heroes. Like if I could just get them to message me back, like that would make my life. Yeah. And a couple of people did, but like, uh, I've met a lot of crazy people too. Like people that I never would have imagined to meet. Uh, like, I don't know who the craziest, like just, I met a guy the other day. He flew down from South Carolina when I made my blue collar business yeah. uh, video, whatever. I was like, Hey, if you want to come play golf with me, shoot me an idea or something like that. Or you want to send me something? Shoot me your idea. I'll help you promote your business. This dude messaged me that like 30 minutes out of the video, I was like, hey, I already got my plane ticket booked. I'll be there in two days. And I was like, uh, okay. He was like, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I just want to fucking meet you because I love your shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, man, that's awesome. Like, I'll see you in two days, I guess. And this dude, like, like, it's crazy to see the people that you reach, right? This dude, yeah. his name's Terry. And, I mean, he makes, like, a stupid amount of money doing real estate. Like, he's not in blue-collar business hardly at all. But he used to be a carpenter. And he misses that stuff. So he was like, man, watching your videos take me back to the good old days when I was still running my own house-building business and doing carpentry and stuff like that. And I miss it so much. But. And just watching your stuff brings me back to it. It makes me laugh and cry and miss it all at the same time. I'm like, well, that's fucking awesome, man. And it's just it's just people like that that I get to meet and stuff really make my fucking day. You just wait till you meet that one creeper. It, it turned me off oh, of yeah. so much of that. There's some people that will wear your fucking skin. That I, yeah. Like, back when Bearded Bastard was going really fucking good – we mm -hmm. used to do like Titty Tuesday, Hump Day, all this kind of stuff, and have a hundred thousand people follow it on Snapchat and everything. 
Like yeah. it, it, it was real cool. It was fun. But these guys, it was never the women. There's been a couple women that was out of line or whatever, but for mm-hmm. different reasons. But guys would come up to you, and they'd want to just be around you because they thought they were going to get laid. When they figured out yeah. that, that like, nothing's going to come at it. Like, no girl is going to – like, they women don't fuck with me half the time. So, they're not, yeah. not going to fuck with some guy just because they're standing with me. They'll exactly. – dude, they will literally be in your back pocket. They will follow you around like a puppy. A bunch of the stuff I do, though, with our events and everything are at bars. So you'll mm-hmm. get these guys. And I'm grateful for the people that come up and talk. But yeah. I also don't know how to end a conversation with people without it being too, awkward man. as fuck. Like, I want to be like, hey, nice to meet you now. I, I, most of the time, I'm like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll holler at you in a little bit. No, and damn well, I ain't yeah. got to piss. I'm just trying to get out of the fucking <laughs> situation. But yeah, and it's hard because most of them want to get you drunk. Me and Catfish were tell, telling the stories the other day to where when I go out, I had to start being able to tell people no thank you when they would buy me shots. Because for the first little while, I would get so fucking drunk from people paying, like just yeah. buying me a stupid amount because they wanted to see me shit faced. But yeah. it it got bad. It got bad for I thought I was going to die a couple times because of Jaeger. <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you what, I did a Panama, I went down to Panama City Beach for senior trip. I kind of tried to chaperone my little sister down there, right? Yeah. But I didn't want to, you know, like be all up on top of her and her friends, you know, hovering and shit. So I was like, if you need me, call me. I'm two doors down, you know, no big deal. I'm going to be on the beach all day, pretty much every day. So I made a video. I was like, hey, y'all, if you follow me, you're near Panama City Beach, Florida. I'm out here on beachfront in front of the Days Inn and shit. Come down here, drink a beer with me, have a good time. And I'll tell you what, I think that is probably the closest to severe alcohol poisoning I've ever been. Yep. Because <laughs> I thought, I thought that, you know, a couple people would come. And that would be it. And I have these pictures that my wife took where I'm standing out in waist deep water with 40 other fucking dudes. And we're just shotgunning left and right just tearing this motherfucker down we ended up having a huge party on the beach just because i made a video like it was insane like there would be people that would they were driving three and four hours away just to come down here and take a picture with me meet me and chug a beer on the beach like it was insane yeah it's crazy i still to this day don't understand the attraction not the attraction it i get like I'm just not that way towards people. So I don't yeah. it's hard for me to understand other being other people being that way towards guys like us. Yeah, because if I see somebody famous, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. What's up, dude? And I'm a fucking that's it. That's you that's yeah. what you're getting out of me. But like and I love meeting people. I love it when people recognize me. We went to Houston last weekend and we went to this huge marketplace down there in Pearland, Texas, and it's fucking massive. And a couple people recognized me, but back to the creeper thing, I had this one dude. Man, I'm telling you what, I, everybody else was like, hey, man, you're that guy, aren't you? I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm that guy. And, like, we would take a picture together, and, you know, we'd talk for, like, a minute or two. And I'd be like, all right, man, it's nice meeting you. They'd be like, hey, thanks for your videos, bro. And then that'd be it. But this guy, this one guy, he seen me in the food court. He's like, hey, you that guy? I'm like, yeah, man, what's up? He's like, well, can I get a picture? I'm like, yeah, man, no problem. I'm down for that. I was like, I'll sign anything you want, take a picture, whatever. And uh, we took the picture. He literally followed me around and talked to me for 45 
five straight fucking minutes to this flea market. I did not say anything back to him other than, yep, uh-huh, oh, yeah, yep, 45 straight minutes. And eventually, my wife was like, she's like, look, you you either got to tell this weird fucker to kick rocks or I'm going to. And I was like, I was like, well, I don't want to be a fucking dick because he follows me. He really likes me. She was like, no, it was normal the first 10 minutes. We're almost an hour in. This is fucking weird. Like, this is not okay. I was like, okay. Well, and I told this guy, I was like, hey, look, man, I'm straight up with you. I really appreciate you following me on social medias. I love that you love my stuff. It was great meeting you, but I'm here with my family. And I'm just trying to hang out with them. He was like, oh, well, I'll go pay for all y'all to go eat with me if you want to. I was like, nah, man. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to have a good time with my family. I really don't want to keep, you know, tell you to go get fucked or nothing, but. I mean, we've been talking for 45 straight fucking minutes. Like, I don't know what else you want to talk about. And he was just like, well, that's fucked up, man. I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, like, I don't know what you want to talk about. Like, I appreciate you, but you got to go, my man. Like, you got to go. Yeah, see, you're, I, it's obvious that you're just a nice guy. Like, so that's probably why people do that a little bit worse to you than they do to some yeah. folks. Telling you, I'm glad that I give off the vibe that I'm a dickhead because yeah. once once it seems like I'm irritated, they usually get the the point. Yeah. Well, you know, most people that I meet, like 99% of people, people are like, hey, are you that guy? I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm that guy, dude. He's like, that's fucking awesome. I love your stuff. He's like, hey, can we take a picture? I'm like, yeah, I'm a man. Let's, let's take a pic, whatever. And then, you know, we'll talk for a minute or two. I just kind of try and so they'll tell me what they do. I'll tell them what I do, you know, just back and forth. And then I'll be like, well, all right, man, it's great meeting you. And they're like, hey, bro, I love your shit. Good meeting you. And they'll just dip. And that's fucking awesome. You know, that's like how you want it to go. And and only that one dude, man, like I ain't never had nobody just straight up fucking not leave me and then get pissed off when I tell them to leave me after following me around. Like, like it's just fucking weird. Yeah, I think some folks are just so lonely that they yeah. gravitate. Like, if all I'm ever looking at is my phone – and you kind of just get a, you get an unhealthy relationship with the people you follow, and yeah. I, I I get why some people are like they're just miserable. But at the same time, you got to, especially if you're with your family. Gracie, yeah. I, I don't know how uh, your 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 child is. Um, no, I don't have any kids yet. I, I thought you just had a kid. It's just you and your wife then. Yeah, it's just me and my wife. But we have a massive family. Like I have okay. a shit ton of brothers and sisters. She has brothers and sisters with kids and then I got you. a gazillion my, cousins. And then my daughter is going to be 10 next month. My yeah. daughter fucking hates it. She cannot stand when someone comes up and says anything, especially when they know her name. Cause like my studio, yeah. my everything is named after Gracie. Uh, everything I do is named after my daughter. And yeah. like, when somebody comes up and we don't know who they are and they say something to her, she's already got like this huge personality anyway at 10 years old, yeah. but she's like, what the fuck? Like, why did they know who I am? That's yeah. weird. Like you're going to get me kidnapped. My kid's a smart ass. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, I don't think they'd ever do that. And she's like, okay, this is, it's, it's weird when you got kids, it makes you, it, it makes you kind of question some of the shit you post, but at the yeah. same time I've done learn that, the start the second you start second guessing the stuff that you post, that's when you just start going right downhill. Like you just yeah. got to not give a fuck about this yeah. and post what you want to. I fucking just vibe with it, man. Like I don't give a fuck what nobody thinks, what nobody says. Like I'm gonna post whatever the fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want. If you don't like it, 
You do you, baby. I'm good. You know, I don't give a damn. There's a but whole lot more TikTokers to go look at. Goddamn right. And then, so it's like this right here, though. People that message me and like stuff like that, they know crazy shit about me. Well, like uh, two things. Man, do you get death threats? So just like out of the way, weird ass death threats for no fucking reason? I used to. I, I, I used to, but I'll go ahead and tell you. I started like I've never got one that startled me because usually when you get them, it was from a fake account. So they're a, some bullshit. It's some yeah. bullshit. Like it's never, it was never nothing that I ever con- was concerned with me. And I don't know if you know who Adam Calhoun is. Um, hmm. Okay. He's Sounds a, really familiar though. He, he was super big on social media a couple of years ago. He's still very, very re- relevant, but me and him got into it at an event one time. And after that, me, even though me and him squashed the beef and everything, and we were cool, yeah. and it was just a complete misunderstanding. And uh, he apologized, like, on social media and everything about what he said about me. Uh, and I apologized for the shit that I had kind of backfired at him. Like, people yeah. kind of came at the woodworks in, and some of them were real. But at the same time, I was like, fuck you guys. Like, how, exactly. can, you, how can you get mad at me for standing up for myself or mad at him for fucking having a misunderstanding? Like, it was bullshit. Yeah. I'll tell you what. So, like, I was getting, I made a video, and it, and I thought it was a great fucking video, and I stand by it all the goddamn way. People, people that say, "Oh, it must be nice," really piss me off. Like when I'll tell them, "I'm like, yeah, man, I'm doing pretty decent," you know, followers going up, or I had a decent fucking job for this. I didn't need this, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm a younger guy with a nicer truck and a decent house and stuff like that. And people who don't give a fuck about their life, who don't do shit to make their life better always hit me with the oh it must be nice i'm like yeah it's pretty fucking nice my man like it really is pretty fucking nice to give a fuck about my life and put the work and effort in to get this shit like it is kind of fucking nice and i made that video about that and people just blew my shit man go fuck yourself i hope you die blah 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 you entitled piece of shit all this stuff and and i messaged a couple of them back i'm like like and I and I was being a smart ass because I love to comment back and message people back and be a smart ass. Yes. And I'm like, I ain't I've been like, I ain't gonna lie, man. Like you almost had me there, but you used the wrong punctuation. Like I, I was almost scared till I realized you couldn't fucking spell. And then you know, I just fucking hit him hard with that shit. And then I was like, I'm gonna have some fun with this. So I made another video and I told them all, I was like, for anybody that's sending me death threats, I just need y'all to know right now, I need you to step your fucking game up. Because telling me to go jump off a cliff, like, is not very crucial to me. Like, if you're not going to go in detail about how you want me to go, if you're not going to put some fucking effort into this shit, don't even waste my time because I'm not going to read it. And all the other jackasses that follow me hopped on there and like, say less, motherfucker. We'll send you a good one. And the funny shit that people sent me was unfucking real I think the funniest one, uh, this dude, he works for Cheetos. And he was like, listen here, bitch. I work for Cheetos. I will fucking steal a truckload and drown you in fucking Cheeto dust. You understand what I'm saying? And like just stupid funny shit. You know what I mean? Like it was hilarious as fuck. I don't know if you realize how talented that is as far as like you being able to come up and take something that was so negative and stupid and turn it around on people. That is – that's talent, Uh, dude. That's talent. And I fucking – it was so much fucking fun, man. Like I still get them to this day. 
and people, I mean, it is fucking hilarious. Well, one dude, <laughs> he told me he wished I would get beat to death by 87 nursing homes on a fucking jamboree or some shit. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, my guy? He was like, could you imagine getting your ass whooped by a bunch of old men with canes? Like, could you imagine that? Dude, that's the way, got to be the worst way to go. And I mean, just crazy stuff. And then, but I, but I make a lot of videos because for some reason, uh, I got a haircut one time and a girl commented on there and she was like, I really like that haircut. And then a whole bunch of other girls and women and stuff like that got on there and was like, hey, I really like that haircut too. And some of them messaged me and they were like, hey, do you have an OnlyFans? <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, bitch, I am a six foot two, 300 pound fat motherfucker. I do not have an OnlyFans. Okay. And I don't know. I made a video about saying I didn't have an OnlyFans and hundreds of older women were like, well, if you did, I'd pay you. And I had to make a video about it. And I, tell, and I told him, you know, I was like, I'll tell y'all right now, if one more old woman messaged me and tells me she'll give me a hundred dollars to see me nude, I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah. Like I'm going to fucking do it. Like I will be driving a 2021 platinum in a week. Absolutely. Like, my guy. Like y'all, like y'all don't understand the things I would do if all these old women really sent me a hundred dollars. Like it's insane to me. And it, it was all just a joke. Like, I'd never go through with it because I'm just not going to put myself out there like that. But the fact that all these old women thought I was serious, oh, my man, it was insane. I've made several videos supporting uh, bigger girls, like the BBWs, the thick ones. Uh, yeah. I, call, I call them the biggins. And uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I always used to sell – the number one shirt that I sell, is, uh, it says – it says bones is for boys, meats for men. It's got a pig on the front, like in a little skirt and everything. And it says underneath it says Biggins Barbecue. And uh, I've sold the fuck out of that shirt. Well, <laughs> when I started making those videos supporting big girls, and the only reason I do it besides for I think everybody should be told that they're attractive and beautiful yeah, and yeah. good about themselves, is I used to be 330-something pounds at 5'10". Like now I'm like 220. But, like, I lost yeah. a lot of weight, and I know what it's like to feel overweight, not happy with yourself, and people yeah. kind of dismissing you everywhere you go. So when I started doing those, same shit happened to me. Big yeah. girls came left and right, <laughs> and they and, were and so asking. good shit. Yeah. yeah. It's such good shit. Like, and some of this stuff that old women, they do not care. No, they fuck no. Like, they are fucking open about it, like. If I could, I can't read some of these messages because I'll start crying, laughing so fucking hard. Like some of the shit these old women have said to me frightened me a little bit. I'm like, God, they're like, Woof, what'd you do in the fucking 70s, Ma? You are a wild bitch. Like, damn. Yeah. The old women, and I, and they're past the point awesome. of giving a fuck, though. They've well, done, yeah. They done raised their kids. They done either got divorced a couple times or lost their husband. They know that they ain't got long to live and they fix them to yeah. do what the fuck they want to do what the fuck they want, I'm want telling, to do I've, yeah. I've, tell, I've told it over and over again i am single if an old woman lives on a fucking golf course wants to be my sugar mama and let me fucking just do my show for a living and play golf comes up to me oh i'm fucked i'm going to tell you i will turn my back on every young girl or any girl my age that i'm around for that old cat fucking love it i'll, I'll tell you man but it's crazy shit what everybody will say to you, too. Like, uh, right now, I just made a video today because I sell a bunch of dumb shit. Like, I sell funny little hard hat stickers because 
you know, in construction, you know, it's always about the hard hat stickers a lot of times. You know, yeah. every time you see a crane operator, it's like, oh, you got a fucking sticker, dude? Or, you know, something like that. Or orientation, hey, we get a sticker for this orientation or all that. So I started selling funny ones. And, man, I'll tell you, the, the videos people send me, the stickers that they want, some of the shit is unreal. Like, I'm making one right now, and it's straight up. It's just a construction only fans. It's a dude with a hard hat on holding a spud wrench down there in his waist, wagging it. And it, oh man, it's gonna be fucking great. You're gonna it's have it's just it's what is it? We're gonna have to trade some merch. I'm on uh you're gonna have to send me some of those stuff. I put stickers all around the studio from like Thank all you. the bands and stuff that we've had in here and everything. You send me some yeah. of those, I'll send you some t-shirts and some other shit too. Fucking right. I got a uh, I think the best one I ever did was it's a little bitty two-inch circle sticker and it's a give a fuck on and it's like a little gauge with a little arm and stuff, and it's stuck on negative 20. Yeah. So it, it's just funny shit, you know what I mean? And then I got my little Ricky logos and stuff like that. But I don't know. That's what my wife does every day. She gets up, packages orders, has a good old fucking time. She's living it up. I'm glad that y'all are doing it that way, though. I like yeah. the people that actually do the stuff they're, they're themselves. I mean, yeah. you, you are running a business. I mean, people don't understand I mean, yeah. from – the time you get up to the time you go to sleep, the only time you're not working is when you're sleeping. If you yeah. do what we do, there's never a time yeah. that you take off. You're always thinking, what's the next fucking thing I can do? I'll tell you what, man. When I would work 80 hours a week, every single week, did nothing but straight construction. I'm talking about when I got off work, I ate, watched a little TV, I went to the gym, whatever, and I was asleep by 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I slept till 5, you know, no problem. Doing all this stuff now at the same time, I mean, it's a it's a sixteen or eighteen day, hour day every day, and like sometimes, man, you don't get to sleep because you'll start thinking about something, and you just gotta fucking get up and write this shit down. Because I will do it all the fucking time, thinking about comedy skits and jokes and stuff like that. I'll just be laying there thinking, like, how could I make that funny? You know what I mean? Or how could I make this a fucking video? And it's just once you start doing stuff like this, you got a whole different motivation and drive that just nobody else understands until they really hang out with you. Yeah, see, that, that's why – I don't know if you've noticed this or not. I know that your, your shit has, like, blown up, blown up. But a lot of people, the more they're around other creative people, the better shit they come up with because creativity drives creativity. I just yeah. don't ever want to be, like, in a clique. I don't like yeah. people to get clicked. I want to be an individual. Um, yeah. I, I got some buddies that, like, do this tour that they go to bars and everything with a bunch of other people from TikTok. And they all kind of do the dances and stuff. I don't, it's not that I, I appreciate what they do. I think that they, yeah. they enjoy doing it. That's whatever. I'm not doing no fucking dances. I'm not doing, if I post anything, it's me being an individual. I don't exactly. want to go along with the fucking trend. And that's why I like folks like you that actually come up with your own fucking shit. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man, I, I got a, I got a lot of creator friends. Like we don't really make videos together. We do if we're in the area, you know, just, to fuck around with each other just to have fun a little bit but uh like uh dane the great he lives a couple hours from me and he is fucking hilarious he was one of the first people i followed when i got tiktok i don't he reckon super i know him funny. uh he does like the southern dad tiktoks and just all kind of funny shit uh just just does little comedy stuff and he is hilarious as fuck and we and him text all the time like if i think of an idea that'd be great for him i'll text him if he thinks of an idea that'd be great for me he'll text me and it's just shit like that and then uh this new guy He's a horse farrier, you know, puts the shoes on and yeah. stuff. Like he messaged me the other day, just want some tips or, you know, some 
want to know how to do it, you know, because he's gotten like a million followers in two months and he was, it was just in over his head. And like, I wouldn't say, like, I don't like the whole click fucking videos together, pushing each other's shit, stuff like that. But all these creators and stuff out there that I know, like, we just text and give each other tips and stuff, you know, just trying to help each other out. Cause I'm, I'm all for helping and fucking everybody out. Like, absolutely. If you don't know, if you don't know what the fuck to do, like, you don't understand how to put links in your bio and you don't understand what the fuck's going on. Like, they text me, I'm be like, hey, bro, this is what I do. Like, I don't know if it's going to work for you, but this is what I do. And they're like, oh, man, thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, everyone, no problem. I mean, hell, it's like general knowledge. I just know somebody told me, so I'm telling you. Yeah, see, you that's know? what uh, I've, I picked it up watching a lot of Joe Rogan stuff. That yeah. like, Joe always pushes other comedians. He always tries to help people. With yep. me, I don't ever think I, – I know I don't ever plan on being the biggest on TikTok, social media, or whatever. Yeah. I don't – that's not me. I yeah. know what I'm good at. I know what I'm bad at, and I stay the fuck away from most of that stuff. But I get a lot of people because they recognize, like, the show's been in the top 100 a couple times. I have, like, yeah. three fucking million podcasts in the world. And, yeah, yeah. like, they ask me for tips. And it's, like, it's, it's, it's very flattering when someone asks you, hey, how can I do this? And, you know, can you please help me with it? And I help every single person that I can – because I, I feel like you're supposed to pay this shit. Guys like us that are just blue collar dudes are not supposed to be in the position that we're in. You no. know, we're, we're not supposed it. to be here doing this. No, it, no. We just hit a fucking lick, something worked, and we just kind of took off with it. Yeah, we we're good at what we do, but like I said, yeah, there, there's people that I've I've barely got a fucking high school education, bro. Like I barely yeah. fucking have one, and. There's people that went to college for years and got fucking master's degrees, whatever, that reach out to me and are, are like, not I wouldn't say envious, but you can just tell, yeah. like, they're not happy with what they do. Yeah, and they put and all they, that effort into it, and they didn't yeah, fucking come out to shit. Yeah, and they want to be part of, like, what we do. There's a girl from Atlanta that wants to come down here and just stay for a couple of days and make videos and learn and everything. Like, I had to hurt this girl's feelings. Like, yeah. I, did, I didn't want to. But I was like, sweetie, I, I, I've looked at your stuff, and it, you're it, you don't know how to be an individual, like you yeah. don't know how to be unique. Like yeah, you, she's on the bandwagon all the time. Yeah, like you you have to be able to go against the grain. The only people that blow up on anything like this are people that stand out. And exactly. like, you, you gotta have your own thing. Yeah, gotta have and, your own thing. And you got it. Well, dude, I appreciate having you on the show. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate you hey, coming. For sure, man. Well, hey, uh, we'll but I'll tell you, uh, for sure, man. Hey, one more thing before we get off here. Uh, I try and help out as much people as I can. Uh, everybody always asks, you know, how I did this, all that shit, what to do, how to make viral videos and all that stuff. Uh, I do a bunch of YouTube videos on like how to do what I do. Like I show people how to edit stuff. Like I show people how to use the face filters. I show people how I make viral videos and stuff like that. So if anybody that's watching this, you know, ever wants to learn exactly how I do it, you just got to go to my YouTube, Breadstick Freaking and the Boss. And it's, it's all there. Everything I do for my merch, my videos, how I edit, what I think works, all that shit, it's completely fucking free. I mean, literally, all you got to do is go watch it. And shit might work, you know. That's what I'm trying to pay it back for, you know what I'm saying? Like, might work, might not work, but fuck it, it's there. I dig that. I dig that about you, dude. That's 
Yeah. You know, you, you get a lot of people that are on these apps that don't want to help other people because they're scared yeah. somebody's going to take something from them. But there's a big enough piece of the pie literally for fucking everybody. Yeah. Hey, you want to you see something funny? I do this stuff all the time on my TikToks and stuff. And uh, people on TikTok and stuff like that, you know how they flash cash, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so look, this is $142,000 right now. I use this in videos all the time. But I don't know if you can see it. It's fake money. It's got to like be it's fake. fake. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Like, it's not real. Like, who the fuck has $142,000 just in their fucking backseat? Yeah. And I, I make videos with it. But, it, you know, it's funny comedy skits. And I always get in the comments and be like, uh, they'll be like, it's fake money. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, it's fake money. Like, yeah. Like, no, nobody has that fucking kind of money for a stupid video. Like, it's all fake. And I, I try and tell people that, help people with that shit. Like, if you're trying to make a comedy skit or an enjoyable video, you got to think about it like a movie. Like, you know they didn't just blow up an 18-story skyscraper for a fucking movie. Like, it's obviously fake. That's what you're trying to do is to put on a show. That's what you're there to do. That's what I'm here to do is to put on a show and make you enjoy it and make you laugh. Like, the shit that I'm doing, like, obviously, I did not blow up an excavator in my video. <laughs> like, it was it was from a video or a movie or something like that. And I try and tell people that, like, if you have the motivation and the want to, the resources to do whatever you want to are out there. And they don't have to be the actual thing. Like, you don't have to have a Maserati to make a video about a Maserati because there's plenty of videos out there about Maserati. You can click copy and paste and make your own stuff, whatever you want to do. Like that's that's it's out there, it's ready for you. You just gotta take a leap of faith and try it the fuck out. And fucking don't be scared to fail. Or don't and be don't sca be scared to fail. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got that. How many times I've almost like I had to get out of my head for the longest time and quit thinking that what I'm about to post, people are gonna be like, Oh, that's fucking stupid. Because every time yeah. I've thought that somebody's gonna be like, this is fucking stupid. It usually ends up being something better for me. Like, yeah. So yeah. a bunch of my most viral videos, like my most ones with like millions of views and shit, I'll post and I'm like, well, this bitch is gonna flop. This is fucking ignorant. Like, there's no effort in this shit at all. Like, I feel like I just wasted two minutes of fucking editing, you know, in this video. And like, I'll work on the video for like an hour and then I'll post and I'm like, this shit probably fucking sucks. And I'll go back into work. And I'll come back out and have 3 million fucking views and it's just hitting crazy. I'm like, what the fuck? But then sometimes, a lot of times, if I think something is funny, I don't think a lot of people have my sense of humor because, man, the, if I post something that I think is funny, it'll just, it won't go nowhere. It won't do good. It, my shit dies every time. I mean, it's, yeah. if, if I do something that I don't even think nobody's going to give a fuck about, those are the ones that do yeah. good. But if it tickles yeah. my fat ass, I, it's going down to the dumps, but yeah. my shit, my TikTok is so fucking weird anyway, because I don't know if people really get shadow banned or whatever, but I just don't, oh, feel, yeah. I don't feel like, like a month ago, I was averaging, I don't know, between a hundred thousand to, I had like one or two videos that went over a million, but yeah. now, ever since I've been banned a couple times and couldn't post, like now it's getting like 10,000 views and it just yes. don't make no fucking sense to me. It don't make no sense. So my page on TikTok, I have been permanently banned twice. Like completely fucking kicked off the platform twice. Deleted my account and everything. TikTok Damn. did. Yeah. And like I had to jump through fucking hoops like a goddamn trained dog to get the shit back to explain to them 
that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing wrong. And then when I get actually, like, I actually get a hold of them and I'm like, what the fuck did I do that you banned my account with millions of followers? They're like, oh, we don't know what happened. Okay, I'm let like, me well, ask you, how did you, get, how did you get a hold of them? It's a secret. Okay. It's a secret. You so tell, I know this, you I know this guy. Yeah, I know this guy that knows this woman that works at TikTok headquarters. Oh. And she works for the CEO's friend that still works at TikTok headquarters. So it's kind of like one of those good old boy system. It's who you know, not what you know. Yeah. And all they did, the only thing they did was give me an email address. And that was it. Didn't talk to nobody in person, nothing like that. All they did was give me the right email address to a fucking email. And that is actually in one of my videos on my YouTube channel. I tell you how to find the email address, but I don't give you the email address. Oh, I got you. Because if I give you the email address, something bad might happen to me. I don't know. There's one of them things, you know. I don't know how that'd go. But I tell you how to find it. Yeah. So you're smart. You at 25 years old, you've got all your shit figured out when it comes to this stuff. It's took a lot of people. I'm I'll be 34 in September. It has yeah. took me way longer to figure out some of these things. But as yeah. far as your marketing, your branding, your advertising, everything, dude, you're fucking smashing it. Hey man, I'm I'm doing pretty freaking decent if I had to fucking say so myself. But I think there's a lot of room for growth too. Like I know I can get better at this shit. Like, I know yeah. I can. And then uh, one of the main questions people always ask me, I wanted to fucking answer on here, do I make a lot of money on social media? And the answer is no. Like, I do not. Like, I in eight months' time, I think TikTok has maybe paid me $11,000. And that is it. Like, I don't really make a lot of money at all and people are always blown the fuck away when i tell them that and they don't believe me and i'm like listen i mean who who's paying me you know what i mean like nobody's paying me to do this shit like i get ad revenue but not a lot because i don't have a lot of ads because i use profanity i cuss my shit's vulgar like who the fuck can put an ad on any of my videos you know what i mean like i am for a specific set of blue collar people and shit like this like I'm for the needy gritty motherfuckers. I, you can't put a fucking Pampers diaper commercial in one of my videos, you know. What Absolutely I mean? like, not. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you can't just put the shit on there. So I, I don't make a lot of fucking money. The only way I make money is if people buy like my hard hat stickers that I sell or my fucking t-shirts or you know, something like that. Like if somebody buys that, yeah, I make like a small percentage because after we spend all that time packaging by envelopes, labels, the stickers, the printers, all that shit. I mean, we don't make a killing, but we do it because people want it and we enjoy doing it. You know what I mean? It, most people that do TikTok and creators, stuff like that, you know if they're in it for the money or not when you watch some of their other shit. I mean, that's pretty much all there is to it. Like, you know, people like me, I'm just a regular fucking guy and I enjoy making videos to make people laugh and having a good time. And then you can watch other creators and you know this is 100% what they do for a fucking living. And this is how they make their money because their whole personality and everything is just completely different. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's usually when people just fucking lose. Everything they've exactly. got is when they forget exactly. who, why the fuck people follow them in the first place. Exactly. Like, I'm not out here and make no fucking killing. But if I pay the light bill this month, it's fucking worth it. You know what I mean? Like, I... I 
I'm not out here to be a fucking millionaire or no crazy shit like that. But, you know, if it pays my light and water bill, you know, I'll take the money, but I'm not looking for it. And I mean, I'm not looking for the money, but if it's there, it's there. Yeah, you're right. Well, dude, you've got it figured out. And I appreciate you taking a little bit of your time. I know you're a busy man to do this show. Cool. And uh, and uh, if there's anything, we got to get together and play golf. I'm going to have to hit you up next time I'm up that way or let's figure out something. We're going to have to get you either down here to party to Georgia or something. Oh, for sure, man. I'll take a long weekend off, ride out, and have a good time. Hell yeah. Well, uh, well I appreciate it. Dude, drop your social media links real fast again before I tell everybody bye. All right, uh, TikTok, Breadstick Ricky and the Boss. YouTube is Breadstick Ricky and the Boss. I have a Facebook page. Just search Breadstick Ricky and the Boss. Uh, Instagram, it's John Michael underscore Stewart, but Michael is spelled E-A-L because I guess my parents wanted to be fancy. <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty much, if you go on any social media platform and search Breadstick Ricky and the Boss or John Michael 1996, you can find me anywhere. And uh, it's like uh, I was talking a lot about the hard hat stickers. I sell my hard hit stickers on Etsy.com. You go to Etsy.com, search Ricky and the Boss, or you can go to any of my social media platforms and click the link in the top and find all my stuff there. T-shirts, no give a fuck coins, uh, stickers, all kinds of stuff. I sell sunglasses for some people that just fucking are good people. Like I promote all kind of shit on there and sell all kind of shit on there. I got something for anybody. Sweet. All right, dude. Well, I appreciate it. And I appreciate each and every one of y'all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. I'll catch y'all next time.